Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Tim Danks. Tim Danks is the Vice President, Risk Management and Partner Relations at Huawei and is responsible for understanding and managing business risks in the context of cybersecurity and privacy across Huawei, USA businesses and toward external stakeholders. Further, he is responsible for developing and enhancing partner relationships towards key external stakeholders across academia, channels, partners, industry, and suppliers utilizing his broad understanding of Huawei's local and global business operations. Mr. Danks joined Huawei's USA operations in 2009, holding various senior level positions in Huawei's carrier network and consumer products businesses covering operations, cybersecurity, and risk management, and Huawei's customer-facing solutions and services. Most recently, Mr. Danks has driven a program to operationalize the NIST cybersecurity framework as an organizational assessment model for Huawei's consumer-facing cloud services operations and platforms globally. Well, good afternoon, Tim. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, Tim. This is exciting. We're both in the tech space and we definitely have some good questions for you today. And we want to kind of kind of learn your story and learn where the technology is going. So we're going to jump right into the questions. You've got quite the background in tech and telecommunications as a security expert. And now you're the vice president, risk management and partner relations at Huawei. Could you share with our audience what drives you and what has contributed to your success? Oh, well, I mean, uh, I think I've always had an interest in technology, so it's always important to be interested in what you're, you're doing. Um, you know, I went to a tech school right out of college and worked as an engineer on, on the first generation of cellular. Uh, that's 1G, not 5G, but 1G, <laughs> quite a while ago. Uh, it, I've always been a bit of a tech, uh, tech geek, so kind of driven uh, uh, by curiosity and cool tools and so on. And I've been fortunate enough to always let, be able to leverage the past, uh, past experience, common sense approaches, you know, uh, engineering led into kind of a services role, led into kind of risk management and cyber and privacy. So it all just kind of uh, helped along the way. And uh, um, I think uh, in the re- most recent years, Huawei's allowed me the opportunity to uh, leverage that over the last uh, 11 years or, years or so. That's great. I appreciate the background, the story, and it helps others that are looking to get into this field or that are in this field uh, on some, not necessarily shortcuts, but the, the, the best path to growing their career. So thanks again. And Tim, we're going to jump into this question that has, you know, for a whole year now, this pandemic, right? We've all had to shift. We've all had to pivot. Could you just share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, Huawei is uh, a communications company, a tech company. So, uh, you know, we recognize the value of communications. And and I think, you know, we were early adopters to the challenges. Uh, our, our headquarters is in China. So, of course, uh, there was some impact there right away. And we had to adopt our, uh, or adapt our supply chains to the new normal. Uh, but we also already had quite a, a mobilized workforce, uh, a very cloud-centric company. So, uh, you know, able to shift uh, uh, fairly rapidly. You know, I think one of the things that we did was we moved online to online communications uh, very quickly. We already had a lot of uh, video conferencing facilities and things. So that gave us a bit of an advantage. Um, but the but combine that with a mobile work environment and then, um, you know, 
all these online tools that became available pretty rapidly and, and have developed uh, things such as Zoom and, and Teams and, and so on. So I think this shift has, has happened pretty quickly for, for most companies. Um, and maybe we just uh, had a little bit of advantage there. You know, we've also moved a, a lot of our, our uh, outward efforts towards our customers and uh, with our third party partners and so on has really uh, been shifted to kind of online forums uh, to you know get our messaging across and so on, uh, webinars, video series, things like that. So, um, but you know, along along the lines, we've you know had to identify ways to work more efficiently um, and effectively across the organization and and kind of streamlining the process to support this kind of hybrid work environment. And I don't think this environment is going to go away anytime soon. I think we're going to see some form of it remain even after you know everybody's vaccinated we've kind of gone through these process i think because i think companies are finding efficiencies and better ways of working through through all of this absolutely uh, we've certainly i think have have advanced the innovation needle uh, at least uh, two three four even five years some people say uh, due to the pandemic, make, forcing people and businesses to shift and come up with creative ways to meet customer needs. So I uh, appreciate your share on that. And Tim, this is a technology platform, so I'm going to get into tech a little bit. Are you looking at or leveraging any new emerging tech within the smartphone space? Uh, anything non-proprietary you might be able to share with us? Well, yeah, I mean, certainly there's a ton of things going on. I mean, smartphones have been evolving, uh, you know, over the over many years, but uh, the pace of evolution is, is just getting, uh, you know, faster and faster. Uh, our most recent release, uh, our X2 is a foldable smartphone, um, you know, uh, that folds flat um, without without the, you know, the, the curve and so on. It's quite impressive, but I think, you know, there's, there's so many things going on in tech with, and, and, and all of them kind of cross into the smartphone space to an, uh, an extent, things like AI and, you know, obviously 5G is enabling a lot of things. And then this explosion of IOT that's happening, it's incredible. Um, uh, and then of course the smartphone's kind of that center, right? It's, it's that one control that's in your hand. So we're starting to see a lot of things continuing to evolve there. For example, full screen fingerprint technology. You know, when we started, you had to had to press a specific button in order to or sensor to read your fingerprint. And that was great. That was fantastic at the time. But now it's like, okay, now it's under the screen and now you can press one specific spot on the screen and and it reads your fingerprint. Well, the next evolution of that is obviously being able to press anywhere on your screen with your thumb and or or with any finger for that matter and be able to unlock your screen just uh, simply by touching anywhere on the screen. And that can also be used to engage an app or something like that. And then from a display technology, you know, 3D and holographic displays are, are in the not too distant future. You know, uh, the ability to project uh, a 3D like image or a holographic image um, from your smartphone is 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 not that far off. I mean, uh, there's there's technology already happening today. We've seen some examples from other companies for larger scale um, type of implementation, but uh, it might actually be a little bit easier to control and manage on a smart on a smartphone at, at that size. So we're you know we're going to see some evolution of that as time goes on. Um, I think that. 
you know, there's obviously a lot of health opportunities. Uh, we've seen uh, technology such as, as you know, things like um, smart watches and so on to to read different things. But there's also technology for the smartphones themselves. Um, uh, as an example, one of the things that uh, Huawei's doing is is uh, some of our phone models have infrared technology that can be used to read your um, your temperature or the temperature of, of something around you. Um, but uh, that's, a, that's a great implementation for us looking today in, in the pandemic of being constantly, you know, considering, you know, do we have a temperature and uh, you can just you know, read it. And that could be applied and, and connected with apps and other, other tools to, to better manage and, and understand things like pandemics or other health issues for that matter. Um, I think the last thing that's that, that, I, that I'm kind of thinking about right now is 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 battery tech, and and it's not something that everybody sees as as uh, as the as the foremost uh, the front runner in in evolution. But today, battery tech is is probably the most important thing that we need to continue to look at. How we can make you know pack more of a punch in a battery, make it last longer, more efficient. And, and important, most importantly, make it safe. Um, uh, you know, we're seeing things that, you know, uh, lithium-ion batteries are, are kind of what we have uh, today, but there's also lithium-iron, iron, I-R-O-N, uh, that is, that is, is a, a fast-growing technology. It, it's even more safe and has some other benefits over lithium-ion. So we're going to see that down the road. Uh, certainly, we're seeing that in, in cars now. In electric vehicles so um, and then you know there's also the how do we charge those batteries things like infrared uh, or, or sorry laser charging so you can drop your put your phone in a room you don't even need to put it on a pad or connect to a, <coughs> a connector just by bringing it in the room there uh, you know there could be a laser charger remote laser charger in the room that charges it uh, uh, directly anywhere you are in the room um, so that though technology like that is is is, is quite uh, interesting, I think, because then it frees you from wires, it frees you from uh, you know having put your phone down in a specific place on a like on a charging wireless charging pad, which is still you know uh, putting it somewhere specific. But uh, yeah, so I think there's a lot of things to be unlocked and a lot of evolution coming. So it's 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 really really interesting. That's awesome. I appreciate your share and some of the things that uh, you might be doing at Huawei, um, especially around the the battery. I think that's going to be a constant uh, drive for the most inefficient, lightweight, rechargeable, safe type of renewable energy, I guess. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really a challenge, but it's it's um, but I appreciate your share on that. And Tim, last question. Um, we want to know a little bit more about Tim Danks. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either security or leadership? Um, well, I mean, you know, there's probably a couple of things I can think of, you know, it's, it's a, it's a challenge, you know, any, any path you take, you, you, you're, you're not sure where it's going to lead you. Right. So, always recognize, you know, that there's a variety of paths you can take in technology or in leadership. And, and the journey is really part of it. So you need to enjoy it, right? You need to enjoy, enjoy what you're doing. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you need to, to do something different, right? 
But I, I think uh, I think for me, and and especially in the technology thing, I, th- I think the most important part is probably staying curious. Because uh, if, if you're not keeping up with technology in a in a tech in the tech world, uh, then you're falling behind, right? And and uh, so I think it's important to uh, to to recognize that there's many paths you can take, and and always stay curious. And I think that's that's those are kind of uh, the key things to defining your way through the tech. Uh, tech environment. Great. Tim, I really appreciate you sharing that. Like I said, we've got a large global audience and I know somebody in the audience will certainly take that to heart and it'll help them in their career. So Tim, I just want to let you know, it's, it was a pleasure having you on the show today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity, Brian. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Bye.